If you were asked to describe the fundamental message of end time Bible prophecy, what would you say? What is the message to the believer? What is its message to the unbeliever? For the opinions of 14 Bible prophecy experts, stay tuned. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope, and welcome to Christ in Prophecy. For the past three weeks, I've been sharing with you the opinions of a number of Bible prophecy experts on a variety of questions regarding the signs of the times and the nation of Israel. If you have missed those programs, you can find them on our website at lamblion.com or on internet sites like hischannel.com or lightsource.com. This week, I want to continue with my interviews of Bible prophecy experts, and my question to them will be What do you think is the message of Bible prophecy to the world today to both believers and unbelievers? Here now are their responses to that question. To the believer, we can trust the Word of God. We've already seen so many prophecies in the Scriptures that have been proven to be true with 100% accuracy. Therefore, we can have trust and know that the prophecies that are still to come will be fulfilled as well according to the Word of God. We can have the faith and know that maybe today as a Christian you're being persecuted for your faith. You may not be looked upon favorably by the world, but if you keep the faith, keep the trust and confidence in our Lord, He says He's going to reward us openly and eternally. But for the unbeliever, a day of judgment is coming. Maybe you're getting away with rebellious living and you think you're getting away with it because you're not seeing immediate consequences. But Revelation chapter 20 speaks of the great white throne judgment. And in that day, every unbeliever will stand before Christ to be judged. Even the dead will be resurrected to stand before him and be judged according to their evil deeds. That is the second death. Each one, one by one, will be cast into the lake of fire. And so the message to the unbeliever, repent and accept Christ because the day of judgment is coming. Well, that's simple. Get ready. Jesus Christ is coming soon. And I'm reminded of Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we shall live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Then he says, looking for that blessed hope and our glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So the message to the believer is get ready. Jesus is coming soon. Live faithfully, live holy. Uh, holy. Number two, for the unbeliever, you are either one heartbeat away from going to hell or one trumpet sound away from being left behind. Repent and trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, and you'll be ready for that next event we call the rapture of the church. Uh, I think prophecy uh, today that we see unfolding for the believer and for Bible prophecy uh, that are in the Scriptures, I believe for the believer, it is, that, uh, it is to be a wake-up call. We are to be discerners of the times and the seasons. We are to watch for Jesus. We are not to hide our head in the sand or join the world system or to become part of the Laodicean church. We are to be uh, watchmen on the wall for, for Christ, who many of the churches have turned in the opposite direction and away from Bible prophecy. It's a distraction, as we talked about earlier. And uh, for, the, for the unbeliever, 
It is, it is uh, the warning. Whether you believe it or not, Christ is coming again. He's coming in great power and glory. He's going to judge sin. So the, he is not willing that any should perish, and that's why he's patient with regard to his coming. But he's not uh, willing that any should perish, but that all should come to uh, redemption. And so uh, for the lost, um, the time is now for tomorrow may be too late. Well, I think the message of Bible prophecy to the believer is Jesus is coming, and he is coming for his church, his bride, today, the way things are shaping up. So let's get busy evangelizing the world. Let's, let's not put on a white sheet and go sit on a mountain. Let's use these last days as best we can in his power, for his glory, within the framework of his word. Let's share the gospel and make disciples. For the unbeliever, you better get things straightened out. It's time to get things straightened out with the Lord Jesus. I mean, the, pro- the prophecies of his first coming, all fulfilled, just like they were. Even what he was going to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Psalm 22, you know, none of his bones would be broken. Isaiah 53, all these places are telling us about Jesus' first coming. They were all fulfilled. Now we're seeing with the Jewish people back in the land, we're seeing the second coming prophecies or the prophecies leading up to the second coming. They're all just right in place. So to the unbeliever, I would say, it's time to sit down and consider the Lord Jesus as your Savior. Read the Gospel of John. Get this thing figured out. Get it nailed down because our time is short. And after the rapture happens, uh, if you've been convicted of the Holy Spirit and haven't received Jesus, maybe Second Thessalonians 2, there's no second chance. So I'd say today is the day of salvation. I was asked that question at my ordination interview. I had all these elders sitting around me, and the one in front of me asked that question. He says, can you sum up all of Revelation in just a sentence? And I went on and on about sheep and goats and judgment. He said, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Jesus wins. Get ready. I was like, can I use that? Get ready. It is so true. The message of Bible prophecy is get ready. If you're a believer, then you need to be out there sharing the gospel and bringing people to Christ. If you're an unbeliever, you need to get ready because Jesus is coming back in wrath and you need to get right with him by accepting him as your savior, asking forgiveness of your sins, and then being a Christian and anticipating having that blessed hope of the rapture. So get ready. I hope you're finding the answers of our Bible prophecy experts to be as interesting as I did when I interviewed them. They have been responding to the question, what do you think is the message of Bible prophecy to the world today to both believers and unbelievers? One of the reasons I asked this question is because one of our nation's best known pastors recently stated that the study of Bible prophecy is a distraction that Christians should not get involved in. Well, frankly, I was appalled at that statement because it meant that he was urging Christians to set aside one-third of God's Word and pay no attention to it. He was also implying, of course, that Bible prophecy contains no messages of any importance for us today. And I would like to say emphatically that nothing could be farther from the truth. Bible prophecy is not just pie-in-the-sky poetry that has no relevance to the here and now. It can serve as a great tool of evangelism, and it can be used very effectively to call call believers to commit their lives to evangelism and holiness. Thus far, I have shared with you the responses of five of the 14 Bible prophecy experts I interviewed regarding this particular question. And all five have provided us with some vital messages that Bible prophecy has for both believers and unbelievers. Let's return now to our Bible prophecy experts. 
love that question because the issue of our times is, are you ready? Because Jesus could come at any time. The great news about Bible prophecy is there's nothing that has to be fulfilled before Jesus comes. He can come delayed or a little sooner than we expect, but he's going to come. And the issue of mankind is, are you ready? Are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? Because after he comes, it'll be the tribulation for you. The message of prophecy to us as believers is that uh, we are certainly living at the end of the church age, and whatever we're going to do for the kingdom of God, we need to get on with it. It's one thing to have long-range planning, but many times people use that excuse for not doing anything today. We need to be busy today, winning as many people as we can to the Lord. To the unbeliever, it's, of course, telling us, first of all, that tells them, I believe, that the Bible is real. It's God's holy word, and everything it says is true. And so it says, you know, you need to get your life right with God because soon, at any moment, actually, the rapture could take place and you could be left behind to face the worst period in all of human history, a time that we call tribulation when it's going to literally be hell on earth. And whether you are left behind to go through the tribulation or where you suddenly pass through the veils of death to the other side, one thing is for sure, tomorrow's not certain. You have no guarantee of tomorrow. The Bible says your life is but a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So get your life right with Christ today, right now. That's what it says to the unbeliever. That's the great thing about being a Bible prophecy teacher. You're not just out there talking to the amen crowd. <laughs> You're talking to people who are believers and, and who recognize that um, uh, there is this thing about the coming of the Lord and that it is something that is going to happen. And as a Bible prophecy teacher, part of my responsibility is to cause believers to understand the lateness of the hour. And it should enhance our efforts at evangelism and doing those things that will bring people to understand that they need uh, uh, Jesus as their Savior and to look for Him uh, for His return for the church. To unbelievers, it's, it should be a wake-up call. If, if people's hearts are so softened to the degree that they will listen uh, to what uh, the Bible says prophetically, then they have an opportunity to respond to it. They need to understand that this is something real, that we're not uh, here as, um, as some kind of result of evolution, that we are uh, immortal, eternal souls uh, that will spend eternity somewhere. And if unbelievers can, can spend some time and to really seriously, even academically, consider the, uh, the Bible prophecy and what God has said is going to happen, it's going to cause a change in their hearts. And it should prompt them to understand that time is short. Bible prophecy would tell all of us believers that uh, the time for Christ's coming is very, very soon. And I like to tell people that he is not, Jesus is not only at the door, he's turning the dadgum knob. <laughs> And so we better be witnessing like crazy, like we've never done before. And the non-believers should be responding to the message of the gospel and that they should accept Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord so they can experience that salvation and that fellowship and that adventure that we all get to enjoy. 
I would say it would have to include the verse, Luke twenty one twenty eight. when you see these things beginning to take place, straighten up, lift up your head, your redemption is drawing near. The prophecy indicates there is a time in the world uh, when Jesus will intervene. He is sitting at the right hand of God the Father, but the day is nearing when he will come back to this earth. He is coming back. That is a promise in Christianity. That is a message to both apathetic Christians and to Mr. Lost Man that we are running out of time and the time to consider where we're going to spend eternity is, is right now. It's a good time considering all the things that are going on in the world. And that is the most major accomplishment that any individual will ever accomplish in his life. Where is he going to spend eternity? And who does he approach to address that question? The answer is the Messiah of Israel Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, and the goal in life is to make peace with Him. And today is the day to do it based on all the stuff that we see that's going on. Today's a good day. I hope you're enjoying these interviews with Bible prophecy experts. In case you tuned in late, they're responding to the question, what do you think is the message of Bible prophecy to the world today, to both believers and unbelievers? We have thus far interviewed 10 of the experts, and I think it is clear, a clear pattern has emerged. The phrases I keep hearing repeatedly are, Jesus is returning soon, and believers need to get to work, and unbelievers need to get serious about where they are going to spend eternity. One of the statements that has thus far impacted me the most is the one that was spoken by August Rosado to unbelievers. He said, the message of Bible prophecy for unbelievers is that you are either one heartbeat away from going to hell, or you are one trumpet sound away from being left behind. I like that statement. It is true, and it will preach. Let's return now to our remaining Bible prophecy experts. Well, to the believer when we live with the moment that any second Christ can come back, it completely changes our priorities and the way we live. Just a real fast story. My parents, uh, when I was a young, younger teenager living at their house, used to put me in charge of their home. And they would say, okay, we're leaving Friday and coming back Sunday. So what do you think I let the, happen to the house Saturday and so forth? You know, there's a tendency to not be a good steward of their home, not to give you all the details. But one day they said this, we're leaving Friday and we can come back any time between Friday evening and Sunday. And I kept their home in a tidy state constantly because I knew their return was imminent. And, you know, if we're really looking at the any moment return of Christ, it changes our thought patterns, the conversations we have. We're more aggressive with our evangelistic opportunities. So there's a huge message for the believer to the unbeliever. Um, the unbeliever today needs proof that there is a God. And prophecy, I believe, is the great proof to the unbeliever because the Bible is the only, there's a lot of alleged holy books out there, but the Bible is the only one that actually reveals things before they happen, which shows that there's an omniscient God you know, behind it. And so it's a great message to prove Christianity to the unbeliever. And the unbeliever needs to look very carefully at Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15, the great white throne judgment. Because if God reveals the future, and we believe He does, that is the future of the unbeliever if they don't trust in Christ alone. Well, uh, I teach a message entitled, Bible Prophecy, God's Order of Events. 
And in that message, it shows that God has everything under control. Everything is under control. Uh, To the unbeliever, uh, I share a warning. Today is the day of salvation. To the Christian, I share, it is now time for us to be about our Father's business, reaching a, a lost world that don't know him. No matter how chaotic things look today, God is in control. Well, to the unbeliever, I pray and hope that God will bring them to faith in the Messiah of Israel, our blessed Lord Yeshua. I believe that for the Jewish people also. So uh, in our radio and television outlets, we have multiple Jewish people. We have a whole lot of Israelis who listen to our uh, program. I teach the book of Isaiah. And uh, Dr. Reagan, I have heard you enough to know that it is also your heart. And uh, so we beat the same. Uh, We're desirous of seeing lost men and women come to know the Lord, whether they're Jew or Gentile. And I can attest to that. Uh, Because I was asked to speak so much in churches about prophecy 25 years ago, I stopped being a pastor. And I was a pastor for many, many years, but I saw the need. And there has never been a prophecy conference that we've been involved with in 25 years where we've not seen people saved. So Bible prophecy is definitely being used by God to turn people's hearts to the Lord. When we come to the message to believers, I always love to read what Peter said. In a few words, he told us what it was all about for believers. And uh, I, I, I personally like to go to this almost every time people ask me that question. Uh, you will know that he said that we don't follow cunningly devised fables or myths. He said he was with uh, his friends, Peter, James, and John, on the Holy Mount. And he heard the voice from heaven of the Heavenly Father saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to this. So, We have a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in our hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the blessings to me is that prophecy is like an anchor of the soul. Hebrews has a great discussion of that in chapter 6. It is a light in a dark place. And the fact is that it's prophecy that gives us a sure word. That word sure is used of the anchor of a ship. And I think of how Paul spoke of the children of God wavering and going here to, not knowing who to believe and being deceived, but what will keep 
the anchor deep into the soil and keep the ship steady is the sure word of prophecy. Uh, I think the message to the believer is summarized in the whole communion service. This do in remembrance of me until he comes. Uh, Every time we celebrate the bread and the cup, uh, we remember the death of Christ in the past, but we look forward to his coming in the future. We are to do that consistently until Jesus comes. So we're living in anticipation of his coming. Uh, The message to the believer is then, uh, you have a job to do to fulfill the great prediction. Build the church to the glory of God. So it doesn't surprise me that gospel-preaching, Bible-believing churches are growing and they're reaching people and thousands of people are coming to Christ today. Uh, At the same time, for the unbeliever, the warning was, but the love of most will grow cold. There will come a time of ungodliness unparalleled in human history, a self-centered society that will be so indulged in itself uh, that they won't care about God or the things of God that will set the stage uh, ultimately for the rise of the Antichrist who himself uh, doesn't believe in the God of his fathers or the, any God uh, who thinks he's God. Uh, it would not surprise me that our culture and the way it's going today would produce such a person one day when he's indwelled by the power of Satan uh, to be the ultimate deceiver. So the message to the unbeliever is you need to come to faith in Christ while there's hope and while there's time. Uh, Don't keep putting it off. Don't delay because one day the trumpet will sound and the archangel will shout and the family of God will be called home to heaven. And if you're left behind, literally all hell breaks loose in the time of tribulation. Trust me, you don't want to be left behind. Uh, Those that are left behind are under the wrath of the Lamb, Christ himself. Uh, They're under the wrath of Satan when he's cast out of heaven permanently. And uh, they're under the wrath of God the Father. Everything goes wrong during that period of time. Sometimes people ask me, well, why do you and Dr. Reagan and so many other people, I mean, I could name a lot of people, David Jeremiah and Chuck Swindoll and Charles Stanley, etc., why do you all believe the rapture has to occur before the time of tribulation? Hasn't the church always suffered persecution and trouble and martyrdom and wrath? Yes, from men and from the devil, but not from God. Uh, The church may be the object of the wrath of Satan. She may be the object of the wrath of men, but she's not the object of the wrath of Jesus. Jesus loves the bride, died for the bride, gave himself for the bride. And if you have a high enough view of the bride, you'll understand you don't beat up the bride of Christ in the tribulation period and then take her to the marriage. That doesn't make any sense at all symbolically. No, he's going to come one day for his bride. And when he comes... All the persecution will come to an end. All the resistance will come to an end. Because once he takes the bride home to the marriage and she receives the white robe, when she receives the blessing of God and the rewards of God at the judgment seat of Christ, robed in white, she then marches out of heaven in Revelation 19 with her warrior husband to come back to reign and rule on earth and fulfill her ultimate destiny that she rules over the nations. God has a wonderful plan for his bride. He has a wonderful plan for his church. The question is, does he have a wonderful plan for you? And have you accepted that plan as part of your own experience in life? The plan that's centralized in the person of Jesus himself. The sinless son of God who went to the cross, bore your sin, 
died in your place and rose from the dead to offer you not only forgiveness of sins, but a gift of righteousness and of eternal life, and it's all free. It's the best transaction you'll ever make. It's the best deal you'll ever hear. And the sooner you say yes, the better it'll go for you in life. Well, there you have it. The answers of 14 Bible prophecy experts in response to the question, what is the message of Bible prophecy to believers and unbelievers? I would say that overall the message of these Bible prophecy experts was one of urgency. The signs of the times point to the imminent return of Jesus, and the urgency of the moment demands action action on the part of all of us. If you are a person who has never received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I pray you will do so this moment. Folks, time is short. Action is needed now. God has prolonged your life to this point because He does not wish that any should perish, but that all might be saved. Perhaps you think you are saved because you've been baptized, or you have become a member of a church, or because you consider yourself to be a good person. None of those things will save your soul from hell. Salvation is not a matter of religious rituals, church membership, or good works. It is a matter of relationship. Jesus said, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Do you know Jesus? as your Lord and Savior? Have you uh, committed your life to Him? Are you trusting in Him or in your good works? To come to know Jesus personally and to be sealed by the Holy Spirit for salvation, you need to reach out to God in faith through a simple prayer like this one. Dear Heavenly Father, I confess to you that I am a sinner and that I am sorry for my sins. I thank you for the salvation you've made possible through the sacrifice of your Son. I accept Him as my Lord and Savior. And I welcome the indwelling power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Once you have prayed this prayer, seek out a Bible-believing church where God's Word is preached and where Jesus is held up as the only hope for the world. Make a public confession of your faith in Jesus and be baptized to manifest your commitment to Him and to symbolize your own death, burial, and resurrection as a new person in Christ. For those of you who have already placed your faith in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, my plea is that you will get serious about reaching out to unbelievers with the message of the Lord's soon return. Time is short. Urgent action is needed. I pray too that you will examine every aspect of your life to see where you have made compromises with the world, where you have grown comfortable with sin. The Holy Spirit is calling you to holiness in preparation for the Lord's imminent return. Identify those areas of your life that are not totally surrendered to the Lord and crucify them. Well, that's our program for this week. Until next week, the Lord willing, this is Dave Reagan speaking for Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Dr. David Reagan's book, God's Plan for the Ages, contains a comprehensive overview of all aspects of Bible prophecy. It's written in an easy-to-understand, down-to-earth style that you will find appealing. In addition to all the prophecies concerning the first and second comings of the Messiah, it deals with a host of other prophetic questions, such as, what happens when you die? What will heaven be like? What's the future of the earth? Where is the United States in prophecy? When is the rapture most likely to occur? Is the Antichrist alive today? Are there signs of the times that are unique to our day and age? The book contains a variety of charts and diagrams which illustrate various aspects of Bible prophecy. The book is available for a gift of $15 or more plus shipping. Please call the number you see on the screen.
Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time, and ask for it by name or order online at lamblion.com. The book contains 42 exciting chapters about Bible prophecy and runs a total of 415 pages. Again, it can be yours for a gift of $15 or more plus shipping. Call the number you see on the screen or go to our website at lamblion.com. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus.